So welcome, Seanad. Welcome to the Enterprise Hub. Thank you so much for asking me. It's always a pleasure to have a chat. We've had a few. It took us a while on the, our last chat, but um, I'm hoping that this won't take as long. <laughs> um, so what I'm going to start with is if you can tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Yes, so um, I'm Sean Ed and I live in Northwest Wales. Um, I have a few business and main business is Tanya Whitebits. Um, it's an award-winning sunless tan company. It's actually the first Welsh fake tan company. Um, and I have a few other businesses as well. Um, one of them which I developed during the lockdown um, because I think it was a time that made me realise not to have all my eggs in one basket um as well and there was a point during lockdown that I wasn't manufacturing so I had to yeah adapt my my business and my ideas I suppose um I also do Instagram workshops for business um they used to be in in person face to face prior to the lockdown now they are all online through zoom and um, I also have a tanning and a small nail studio, but obviously that's closed due to the lockdown. Um, I think that's it. It's keeping you busy, I can imagine. It is. It's keeping me on my toes. But yes. I have to say the fake tan is definitely my favourite fake tan ever. Oh, thank that you. We're chatting, but it is. And there's no smell on it at all. That's It's really unique. Yeah, that, that was one of the driving forces, actually, of me developing the tan initially. So I was using other products at the time and um, I just found them to be sticky and smelly and orange in appearance. But the smell was the main thing. And my husband used to hate the smell because he'd always say when I fake tanned, whoa, you fake tanned <laughs> like you stink, um, which isn't the nicest compliment, really, is it? Um, and then I just started thinking, oh, if I had my own tan. Um, I, I, you know, I'd want it to smell differently and not to have that strong odour. So it was definitely a driving force in me developing my own tan. Yeah. How long ago did you start trading with the tan? Oh, I always forget because time goes so quick. But it, it's, um, I think I, I was working full time, and it was initially it was a, it was a service, not a product. So I start, I started off doing mobile spray tanning and I'd call the service Tanya White Bits because I love puns and and um yeah names that make you smile and my own name's a bit boring um so I started that in 2013 and then started exploring the um formulation of tanning and how I could develop my own brand so it was born in I think 2014 that it launched but then it was another three years before the company really gathered momentum when I launched the self-tan and that's when when I, I gave up my full-time job to concentrate on it how many times have you been called Tanya all the time so people that know me like have known me previous to Tanya they know my name is Sean um but yeah anybody knew that meets me um, they all call me Tanya. I've even been in like award ceremonies and been introduced <laughs> as Tanya <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I go to like networking events and people go, oh, hi, Tanya. How are you? <laughs> I don't bother correcting people anymore because I think people feel a bit embarrassed. 
Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just time consuming saying, well, actually, it's the name of the brand and blah, blah, blah. So I just, yeah, I just park it there and just respond to the name Tanya. See, I love your Instagram, Tanya, not Tanya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a hashtag, Tanya, not Tanya. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So uh, I mentioned Instagram there. You've delivered a fantastic Instagram workshop for us here at The Hub. Um, we had over 20 people attending and the feedback was phenomenal. So um, what I'd like, um, if you could give us five top tips of Instagram to share with the listeners. Okay, so I would say, um, one thing I'd say about Instagram for business is you can be on Instagram or you can use Instagram and you need to be using it. If you're a business on there, you need to be using it to your advantage. So there's lots of workshops that you can attend. You know, you only need to do a search in Google or Eventbrite. And um, obviously the Herb are, are continuously offering training and workshops. Um, but I would definitely get try and get um, on these social media workshops and to use it to your advantage. Because... Being on there and actually using it, as I mentioned, the two different things and using it to your advantages, doing things like um, doing a story regularly. I don't know whether um, some people realise how um, how popular stories are because the stories are like your Sky News or your BBC News. So when people log on to their Instagram accounts, um, the first thing on the top are these live, well, they're not live, sometimes you have live stories, um, but the stories are on there for 24 hours and they're very um, off the cuff. They're not rehearsed. They are a little bit of behind the scenes. Um, they can be quite personal because you can have a person speaking to you on the camera. Um, and yeah, you get to know these accounts on a quite a friendly basis and it just gives your customer an insight into your business if you're doing a little bit of um, lives or behind the scenes or um, anything that's educational. So definitely try and story regularly. Um, the second tip is um, with your grid post, um, that's your um, shop window is your actual grid where you have all those pictures um, and I would try and have those pictures looking as professional as you can um, high resolution pictures and try and be on brand as well so you might have a um, specific colour scheme going on um, or a filter that you may use with your with your branding um, and the I would say if you were to put your hand over your bio on the top um, the, the pictures there should be clear enough that anybody looking on your page will immediately recognise that that's your business or your brand, um, even if the bio is hidden. So, yeah, try and get a really good um, branding pattern um, on, on your grid post. Um, then the third tip is on your bio, um, you will have your name on the top and then username and then you'll have a brief description of the business, which is quite limited, actually, what you can um, what you can fill in there because it's only a small space. But the two top, um, the name and the usernames are searchable. So anybody looking online um, for your business, you want to make sure that you've got your business name and then a 
description of your business. So usually the username on the top will have um trying to think of an example now of a username. So I'll I'll mention my friend actually he's a hairdresser. So on the top if you had um hair by Adam Higginson um so he's a hairdresser from the Wirral um and then also if you had hair by Adam Higginson in the name as well which is just underneath the story on your bio um then you would only find his business if you were searching for hair by Adam Higginson um but Adam has actually recently changed his bio so he's got hair by Adam Higginson on the top in the center and then underneath he's got Wirral hairdresser so for anybody searching um online for a hairdresser in the will and that if they put if they type that into this search engine they're more likely to come across adam because he has put will hairdresser and he's st- the business is still called hair by adam higginson um but yeah try and make sure that you make use of those searchable um the name and username if that makes sense yes absolutely um, and then the fourth tip, again, on the bio, um, you have got limited space there of um, how much information you can put about your business. So try not to duplicate any wordings. Um, try to make, you know, take full advantage of describing your business in a short paragraph, really, um, and not to duplicate any of the wordings because it's a waste of using another word to describe your business um and then the fifth one was i'm trying to remember what my fifth one was um oh was engagement so um instagram is all about the engagement it is a social media platform um so yeah it's in order to beat the algorithm um they you know, Instagram wants you to be engaged on your account and with other accounts as well. So anybody that comments and engages with you, I would engage back with them because they're interested in what you're doing, they're potential um, customers. And then if you have an ideal customer as well, I would engage with ideal customers as well. Um, It's a two-way thing. So not just having people commenting on you, you would need to be engaging back as well and answering any any questions or any comments I would always respond to them on your um, Instagram not just ignore them um, so yeah they're my two five top tips brilliant and it's common courtesy after all isn't it you know you you engage and yeah I think people buy from people so it's a great platform to show who you are Yes, definitely to showcase your business. If somebody, if you had a bricks and mortar shop or and somebody walked in, you wouldn't ignore anybody. You would always chat to somebody. You know, if you've got good customer service skills, you would, Absolutely. wouldn't you? Um, and not just trying to sell to them, I mean, but just being friendly. Um, it, it is a fine line if it's just sell, sell, sell. Um, so if somebody came into my shop, I'd say, hi, oh, you know, it's a nice day. Are you having a nice day? And just a general chit chat. And then if they were taking an interest then in something, then obviously you would tell them about the products. And and it's the same on Instagram. You want to be showcase, talking to people, engaging with them um, and showcasing what you have as well. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you ever so much, Sean. Again. Um, You're welcome. We'll have another chat soon. Yes, that would be lovely. Face.